What's up, everybody? <laughs> We're talking vaccine here on vaccine uh, on vaccine Mondays, uh, or is it vaccine Tuesdays? Uh, either way, uh, Steve Byrne, the opening act. Make sure you catch that fucking show. Make sure you see him doing stand up. Steve, where are you going to be? July. Uh, uh, July 30th, 31st. I'll be at Copper Blues Live Ooh, in Phoenix, Arizona. One of my August. favorite clubs. I love that. It's, oh, it's, it's great. The best. You feel like a star. Fuck yeah, you do. And then uh, August 5th through 8th, I'll be at Side Splitters in Tampa, Florida. Yeah, you will. August 19th through 21st. Very excited. I'm doing the grand opening of the Milwaukee Improv, Milwaukee, Fuck Wisconsin. Fuck yeah. And August 26th through 28th, I'll be at Oxnard. Levity Live and September sixteenth through the nineteenth in Vegas at the Laugh Factory. You got a you got a very very busy schedule because you're getting ready to shoot your one out. Yeah, I now it's very true. I'll be in Ontario, California, Ontario Improv, Inland Empire. Come get some July 29th, thirtieth, thirty first, Houston, Texas Improv, August nineteenth, twenty twenty one. We'll see you there. Now, Stephen, first yeah. of all, good to have you in studio. In studio, big and hungry logo. Yes, you're yellow as hell. I love it. Bruce Lee, you got a pirate's hat that matches your Bruce Lee jumpsuit. Yeah. Now, here's a piece of trivia. What movie... Game of Death. Who did he fight in that outfit? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's right. Never finished the film. Okay. He didn't because he died. Did died yeah. Yeah. But it was pretty cool. He wasn't vaccinated. You see Kareem's footprint on his body. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know this, but Bruce Lee was um, three foot six inches tall. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he was. But Do you remember Mini Cooper? I remember Mini Cooper used to have an ad campaign when they first came out because it was such a small car. And there was a billboard down in the village in New York City, and it it showed the Mini Cooper, and it says, Bruce Lee was only 135 pounds. I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool. And I, I always remembered how He's much only 135 Isn't that pounds. crazy? Yeah. Now, Sugar Sean O'Malley, TJ Dillashaw, yeah. Corey Sanhagen, they get down to 135 and they'll light you the fuck up. How tall is Sugar? Sugar's my height almost. Or I think he is my height. Short. <laughs> what happened, man? What What's going on? Oh. It's good to see you. No, no, hold on. What? No. You look great, man. No. You There's said- a glow about you today. No. You there said, is a glow about you, my friend. You called me short. And I feel it. You know, you know, I need some sunblock. Now, you got Peter Young, 30. Sean O'Malley, six, how, how tall is Peter Young? 5'7", an absolute killer. An so absolute Sugar's 5'11". Yeah, yeah, And he with is. that hair, he's 6'3". That's right. Um, Corey, Corey, Cody Gamp, Garbrandt, 5'8". Thomas Alameda, 5'7". Yeah, these, these guys are not that tall, but they're... McGregor's they suck only down. 5'9"? Oh, yeah. McGregor, wow. McGregor's a lot shorter than I am. So is Tyron Woodley. And when I say a lot shorter, I mean two inches. Three inches almost. Yeah. Um, uh, they, they are shorter. It's funny. When yeah. you're up next to him, you're like, I have, there's a picture of me and Conor McGregor after he did the podcast. And uh, I look, you know, you're like, oh, I'm a lot taller. Hmm, yeah. How interesting. Um, because I'm tall. Right? right. So I'm tall. So we're bringing it back around to the fact that I'm tall he just bought a lamborghini boat i believe yeah it's pronounced lamborghini first of all oh pardon me yeah lamborghini do you have it you're not a car guy right you don't give a shit you're like me i don't care yeah Could care so less. if i gave you a lamborghini or a ferrari you'd be like mm. maybe like the eighth grader in me would be excited for about a day yeah me too. and then be like i can't take this up the driveway because anytime you see like the driveway and a sidewalk yeah it's like oh that's where it's gonna bottom yes. out oh he got the lamborghini yacht yeah all right. Well, that's pretty wild. Now, I think that's some serious. If I'm money. guessing, he probably 
somebody lets him use that. I don't think he actually bought it. I think Lamborghini I think he said. It, Lamborghini said he just sold his whiskey company for. Well, uh, well how much he was sold it? it? He sold his whiskey company, Proper Twelve. Yeah, but I I think that he what happens with Lamborghini out. is they say you you can have this for a year and talk about it because how much is he? How much is his in, endorsement worth? What is Conor McGregor's endorsement worth? You want him to endorse your product? You got to pay him at least two point seven million dollars. Lamborghini says. Uh, here's a boat. Mm-hmm. It's yours. All you have to do is post about it and show off about your Lamborghini yacht. Yeah. Now it takes Lamborghinis, you know, now, now everybody wants a Lamborghini yacht who has money. Right. They see that thing and they're like, holy shit. I guarantee that's the deal. There's no way that motherfucker paid $2.7 million for that yacht. What He's happened got was- so much fucking money. Doesn't course, matter. So, He's doesn't worth matter? so much money. His endorsement's worth so much money. So when, when he says, I will post about 600 it- 600 million. He got for proper 12. That's no, crazy. He didn't get that. What do you mean That's he didn't get that? That's his cut. The, 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 those numbers are always like, I, I just know too many people in that space, including that space specifically. Yeah. And when they throw those numbers around, it, the reality is way, it's a lot of money, but it's not that much. So he's 5'3. He's, he's three foot six. So yeah. he's the same height as Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, no, but but with with that guy, you know, his his people just work out a thing, and they're like, no, you know, he's got crazy money, but they're like, uh, if you want Connor to, we can, we have our choice of any boat. Yeah. What are you gonna? He's gonna post about it. Go to his Instagram for a second. Has he posted about it? Yeah. Are you a boat person? That's what that picture was. Um, they call me the salty dog. <laughs> This is what he posted. And I'm also known as Pirate in Italy. Pirate, which is, uh, well, it's on your, it's a, it's pirate. And you're wearing <laughs> yeah. a pirate's hat. So, no, I'm not, dog. no, I'm not a boat guy. Yeah. No, I'm not a sea guy. Right. No, I'm not any of that shit. I get seasick. Do you and, really? And I'm afraid of the ocean. Yeah. The, there are a couple things that turn me into a fucking coward. One is, well, murder hornets, of course, and they should. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you put? Full grown chimpanzees. Full grown chimpanzees. Um, and then um, the cold, the cold, and the sea. Especially a rough sea. Yeah. Especially a cold rough sea. Like if you see water dashing against the rocks in Nova Scotia, mm-hmm. hmm. or if you see some island with a bunch of seals out in South Africa. Yep. Just with big cutting waves. Well, I know great whites are out there. And I know that that water is very cold. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? That no, I, I get, I get I super... No I, I don't like saying. being on a boat because the boats I'm doing sink. everything to maintain eye contact with you out of respect. And I want to drift away and just be anywhere but here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. Yep. Here we go. Go, go back to McConnell McGregor. It's been four minutes. It feels like 20. Ah, come on, dude. Oh, look at that. Okay, how many people like that, please? 2.2 million. Yeah. What's that worth to uh, Lamborghini? Let me ask, because we're all talking about it. Well, I guess a dollar, a dollar alike, almost, is what it comes At least, to. right? Yeah. I would say more. And he posted that 14 hours ago, so he'll get another... Yeah. He'll, he'll definitely get 2.7 likes And you don't think they gave him that boat for free? Yeah, if they didn't, right. he's yeah, got yeah. terrible agents. Yeah. Go to the next picture. Does he have... How many pictures of the boat does he have? Just the one. That was it. Go to the other picture where he's flexing. He's fucking muscular as shit. He's got he's put on a lot of muscle. His upper body, yeah. 
lower body's fucking out. <laughs> he's actually man. yeah, he's got good wreck. legs, but not not the lower part. Do of you leg. think he comes back? I think that um, it's very difficult to come back uh, with that kind of an injury because you're not going to be kicking the same. Yeah. Right? It's got to do something to you mentally too, right? I would imagine. If it's there's anybody inhibit- that can overcome it, it's him. But I don't think that Connor can take that much time off and come back and fight the big dogs. These guys are yeah. training year-round. They're just monsters. Yeah. I do think that I would have loved to have seen that fight go on. Yeah. But I think that Dustin would have done the same thing to him in round two. Right. I don't think that Connor can stop the takedown. So it would be a bop, 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 and, and you know, they'd be throwing, mm-hmm. and anybody can get caught. But if anybody's going to get caught, it, uh, Dustin hits harder. Right. Dustin's bigger, and he's stronger. Mm-hmm. He's just heavier. And so, you know, he's not he's not so worried. He can check those kicks. He's punishing you every time you throw. And, you know, for me, I, I think you see the same result. I think that Connor ends up getting either put on his back again and elbowed. Right. You know, and, and he'd be able to, you know, he's great at defending himself, but for how long? Sure. You know, you're going to catch those elbows. It just gets on you after a while. So I think that we would see Dustin, if not stopping him, Dustin doing that for five rounds. Yeah, I just, as a fan, I, I just feel like even what I'm hearing sounds desperate. And so the, the shit talking, there was a creativity to it before. There was uh yeah. There was like a, a real enjoyment and entertainment factor. I think he was in peak form when he was gonna fight Mayweather and he was in Toronto at that press junket and he was talking so much shit. Yeah. And it was so goddamn funny. It was right. like literally what like watching roast battle. I was expecting. Yeah, Jeff now Ross it's just mean. Now it's out. just like he and when he do what he do with Khabib, yeah. what he do with Dustin was just fucking like bad. I hated it. I was like, you're talking about his father, dude. You're talking about his religion, you're talking about his country. But you think about it, it's like, I think once he lost to Khabib, the identity, his identity, I don't know where it is. Because then he became a nice guy. He was nice to Cowboy. He was nice to Dustin. I was like, ah, man, I I, I like that you're respectful of these guys, but do that after the fight. Make me buy the ticket. I mean, I, I was always in for the for the entertainment factor and the shit and the shit talking and the creative shit talking. I like the and creative the shit talking. Not not it. your wife's in my DMs. I don't like that at I don't all. Either. I thought that's that shit you'll hear on a bus in an eighth from an eighth grader. Like, yeah, you're bro. better than that. What are you doing, man? Like well, this is a this is a everybody's watching you. Young yeah. people are watching you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a whole country's watching you. What are you doing? You sound like an Irish thug. You're, you're not giving the Irish a good name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you're a huge sportsman. You're a huge figure. Yeah. Be creative about your shit talking. Yeah. What I like, I mean, that's what I like. To, I don't, I'm not, I'm not crazy about Trump, but at least Trump cracked me up. Every time I'd watch him, the guy was fucking funny for the most part. His insults. The guy would be like, nah, I mean, if Bloomberg wants a stool, you know, because he feels short. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I should get a stool. I mean, if you want to be short, be short. Like, yeah. He, he never, <laughs> it was great doing that, that I was laughing. Where, I was like, that is fucking, how do you beat that? He was calling Jeb Bush low energy the whole time. Low energy Jeb. And then Jeb Bush came out. He goes, no, 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 no. And then Donald Trump goes, now that's more like it, Jeb. I like that. <laughs> it's just like there he is. And Jeb Bush said, "You can't insult your way to the White House." Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was that was amazing. He's like, "Oh God, this guy." I'm like, <clears throat> you know, the way he did it, I was dying. Even with Marco Rubio, I guarantee there's no problem. My hands, little Marco has a problem with his little boots. Baby hands, his little his boots, little boots, yeah. little Marco, little Marco over here. He's such a bully. Joe Biden, it's like we literally went from 
you know, the greatest, you know, public statesman. I mean, Obama was such a smooth talker, very charismatic to this wrecking ball of Donald Trump. And now you got Whisper Joe. Where he's like whispering during his stuff. It's like well, ah. he used to be like loud. He used to be fighting, and I, I'll tell you something right now. I, yeah. I, I can tell you. I mean, you can hear him lying. Have you ever seen him lie? You can hear him lie. No, did you? Did you ever Trump see or him? Biden? No, no. So Biden, Biden does an amazing. So, so um, bring up uh, the when Biden lied. He said he was at the, graduated with three degrees and he was at the top of his class. And they, Cokie Roberts on, on I think it was a McLaughlin show, they, they had, a, back then, look, right there, 1988. And they said he's finished because he was, he was exposed for being at the bottom of his class. Question, what law school did you attend and where did you place in that class? And the other question oh, is, yes. could you quickly, I, I think we I, I think I probably have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. <laughs> I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. In the first year in law school, I decided I didn't want to be in law school and ended up in the bottom two-thirds of my class and then decided I wanted to stay, went back to law school and, in fact, ended up in the top half of my class. I won the international moot court competition. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only need 123 credits, and I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd Senator, like, Frank. Not, if I could say one thing, I think just in my own opinion, I'm not questioning your IQ at all. So he went from a bottom to a top. We have elected to office in recent years. I think that we have to question their credentials very solidly. Well, I think you're right, Frank. You, but you know what I find kind of interesting? It seems to me if you can speak, you're at a liability in the Democratic Party anymore. It seems to me you've all become heartless technocrats. It seems to me that you forget that what happens is we've never as a party, we have never as a party moved this nation by 14-point position papers and nine-point programs. It seems to me that when we got involved in the civil rights movement, Frank, nobody asked Martin Luther King what his legislative agenda was. He marched to change attitudes. When the women's movement started, it did not move with a constitutional amendment. They marched to change attitudes. And this party better understand full well that it's about time we change our attitude and we begin to change the attitudes of Americans about what their responsibilities are to the poor, about what their responsibilities are. That woman's yeah. face is me the first five minutes of this podcast. <laughs> and that requires I'm just sitting there, I'm listening, I'm Frank, present, but I'm kind of not. Sorry. Well, I, we, we can edit some of this out, but I think at the end of the day, they found out that a, a lot of that was just complete lies. Doesn't are, Joe Biden have hair now? No. Or a little bit? Nobody. I think he had oh. uh, he had like the the front plugs, and then he just brushes them back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. You that, know I mean, what? In that, he. You might be right, dude. Let's see Joe Biden with hair. Maybe he got the old Brian Callen special. Yeah, he like he has hair. So why dude, there is there he just go. got the? He must have had a little uh, little help. Must yeah, have had a little help. Well, he's had plastic surgery done. Has he? Really? Oh yeah, yeah. You can see it around his around his eyes. Oh. Like he's he's had it all cinched up and stuff. Huh. All right. But at that age, I mean, what is it even? Okay, so yeah, he you did see have. It at the top uh, there. All right. All right. Well, I guess he did. Either way, man, um, it's interesting. They 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 were on the thing saying they said the guy didn't have three degrees. He didn't graduate at the top of his class, and they were like. He's finished. They called. They said you're done. Yeah. And he just made his way through. 
So it's interesting. Oh, he's you know he's got something to say. He's 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 very loud and kind of very. Bring this up because I saw this the other day. Fifty years almost in 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 government, but we don't have to talk about politics. Oh, here we go. Um, so Jamie Kennedy posted this. Uh, he, he said Reuters posted the left headline, then two hours later changed it to the right headline. So the left headline says. Britain's chief scientific advisor, Patrick Valance, said on Monday that 60% of the people being admitted to hospital with COVID-19 have had two doses of the vaccine. Okay. Then two hours later, they post 60% of people being admitted to UK hospitals are unvaccinated. Within two hours. It, yeah. Like the complete swing of the pendulum. It's like, what's... Well, it might have been a, it might have been a typo or a mistake. That's a pretty two. big mistake. Yeah, that's a big mistake. It's a big mistake. But it's also Reuters. It's not like Reuters. Oh, yeah, wow. it's not. Uh, I don't know. It's not the Cherokee Daily News Sometimes or something. Sometimes you like make that. mistakes. And, I got no idea. What's uh, what's going on, man? What are you up to? What have you been doing in Nashville? What's your take of Nashville? Still all in? All in. All in. Love it. Loving it. Went to a. Uh, so I told jealous. you I went to a grocery store the other day. Yeah. Went to the butcher. Asked for a little meat. As soon as I walk up, he he looked at me and just started smiling. He goes, big and hungry. And I we was got like, butchers. We got butchers. I like we got, that. We got like du dudes doing some man shit. I like that. And that's what how it should yeah. be. Yeah. That's how it should be. Like I want to drive past some guys working on a power line. They go, big and hungry. That's right. It's like, yeah, it's some that's men right. working with their hands. If you're in France. Possibly getting zapped. Yep. Yep. I, I appreciate that. I Any like big and too. hungry fans in oh, France? Oh, dude, I got mobbed. Ah, mais grand FM, c'est le meilleur podcast. C'est le meilleur. Comment va Steve Byrne? Comment va Steve Byrne? Il est mignon, très mignon. The girl's like, he's so cute. Mais il est coréen, coréen, américain. I was like, yeah, oui. And they're like, ew. They're what, really. What is that? Uh, ew means that's Yuck. awesome. In French. What did you just say? Ah, il est, I was like, no, il est Korean and American. They were like, ew. <laughs> Korean and Mexican? Yeah, no, it's Korean and American. And, and they were like, ew. <laughs> yeah, in French, that means that's cool, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure of that. Yep, yep, um, yep. You know what I love most about doing the podcast with you? What? Is ever since we've done it, the resounding compliment you get is when you're going back to Fighter and the Kid. I, is that what I get from mostly? That's the number one. Uh, that's the number one. <laughs> is that the number one comment? I'm there already. <laughs> that's what I, I know. I know. There's room for a lot of podcasts in my life. Yeah. Room for a lot of podcasts. How many are you doing now? No more than 20. Not as many as Sam Tripoli. Um, How many does Sam do? He does all the podcasts. <laughs> he, he does, does all, all of them. the podcasts. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Sam has true? six podcasts? Sam, stop doing so many podcasts. Yes. Jesus Christ. Are you kidding? What are they? He does, he does this. He <sighs> does one called Zero. He does one called Cash Daddies. He does punch drunk sports, tinfoil hat, and one more that I don't remember. Oh, Stop Jesus with all Christ. those. Just do tinfoil hats and conspiracy social club. How many do you do? Honestly, what are they? Well, I have fighter and a kid, conspiracy so social club, big and hungry, and then I sometimes do um, roughhouse Fridays if you want to gamble on sports. And I just talk to it's like an MMA thing. Yeah, but that's only before big fights. Four. So like you know if it's like. If it's like, I don't really count that as, that's that's going to be rare. That's like, uh, 
that's like the, the way I used to do the fight companion with Rogan. Mm -hmm. It's that. So really three podcasts, which is a four. lot, which you might be a lot. You do three. You do four. Let's call it three though. You're inked mm -hmm. on to do four though. You do four. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like three on a, on a weekly <sighs> basis, we do three. This one's just not as special as it no, used no, to be. No, 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 it is. No, I remember I remember when we first did this, it was a lot of phone calls. No, hey, do we have a- A lot of chatting and communication about like, oh, we're gonna do this, we're gonna be- Hey man, you don't talk about and this then, on the podcast. Then, it, then, then the day of, it's like, hey guys, uh, are we even doing it today? It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I, my kids uh, are playing tennis. I'll play. I'll go after that. That's not true. You were late. Yeah. Your plane was delayed. No. You fuck. No. Um, yes, what, we do have submissions. Do you want to get into them already? I don't know. Let's talk a little bit more about what's going on in life. What's going on with your teams, dude? What's going on with your life? My what life? Do you, what do you have to say? Have you seen any good movies lately? I saw Black Widow in the movie you theater. You did? I, I hear they're awesome. challenging all kinds of feminist stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was a really was sexist good. character. And then now Scarlett Johansson has really taken the reins, apparently, and turned it around for us. <laughs> <laughs> she, I, look, I enjoyed the film. I like those kinds of movies, though. I, I do, too. I mean, I love yeah. when a strong female lead really takes the reins. Yeah, you're just hoping you can't wait for the sequel to We Bought a Zoo. It, well, it was like this. I had a, I was in his acting class for years, and a girl would get up, and if she was hot, I had a friend who would be like this. He'd be like... And she'd be doing an acting thing and my friend would be like fucking show us your tits <laughs> and he was gay my friend I was like dude <laughs> dude can you not be you know this is a serious actress here that's that was the way though I, I guess back in the day when you're in um, when you're in acting classes right and you see the cute girl in class you're like please let me get please let me get to work with her on a scene study or something. Yeah. Because you get to spend time with each other. You get to hang out. You get to work on something. Yeah. And I always got like the frumpy dude that like, you know, oh, I drive a taxi on the weekends. Yeah. It's like, oh, he smells like baloney. Yeah. And that's who I got paired up with. But that's I could see good. you making, making. I always, I always worked with, you know, I, 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 I was, I was always in demand. No, I, I, uh, I worked with whoever thought I thought was talented. Right. It was never about like, oh, she's hot. I was always working with it because I, my girlfriend, the, most of the time I was there, I had a girlfriend in class with me. So that, that was, that was out. So uh, I would always, I would always do, I would always that do. that guy. You got hooked up right away. Yeah. Why would you do that? You just fall in love or you just in like class? see a girl. Yeah. It was like someone in class and you're like, oh God. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you're, you're doing scenes and you see them at their best and they're most vulnerable and they see you there and yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking want to talk about it. <laughs> no, none of those relationships are great. Um, but uh brian you were so brave today wait let's get back to black widow when did Wh you hear that? what did you think about when's the last black time widow? when's the last time in oh, an God. acting class <laughs> fucking last time i was in class 13 when's years the last ago? time you were in acting class and and uh and they all patted you on the back and said you're so brave uh, the, i was in class the last that was time a real I was in class was 15, was a real 15 years brian. ago maybe yeah maybe more and yeah about 15 years ago um yeah, man, I used to just do gutsy things. And if I failed, I failed spectacularly. <laughs> Somebody said, you know, at least when you fail, you fail big. I was right. like, all right, well. How long have you, because I've seen your resume. Yeah. And we've talked about your resume yeah. on one of the podcasts. How <laughs> long have, have you been have trying right to, uh, <laughs> how long have you been trying to get IMDb to take off Sullivan and Son off your, off your Hey, resume? man, come on, dude. Just fucking tell me. Dude. I was very proud of it. Just tell me. I was very proud of it. What's up, dog? Dude, I was very happy. Is it on there? Sullivan's son? I don't know. Oh, we got to make sure. Uh, if it's not, you know I'll be on that immediately. Anthony, make a note. Uh, <laughs> scale of 1 to 10, what would you think of 
Black Widow. Uh, Did you go see that alone or with the kids? I took the kids. Nine. Okay. I give it a nine. Nine out of ten. A nine out of fucking ten? Yeah. For for like a Marvel movie? Hey, for dude, sure. you got bad taste in movies, huh? What are you talking about? A fucking nine out of ten? Bring it up on Rotten Tomatoes, man. Let me see what the fuck we're dealing with here. Hold on, hold on. I'm saying in the context of an action-adventure comic book movie for adults, too. And you liked it that much? I fucking, I really enjoyed it. Who directed it? Uh, Probably some girl. Who's in it? Tasha Romanoff. Oh, wait, no, that's a good, that's the 92% audience score, so oh, I'm, I'm right there. All right, all right. Yeah. Wow. Bring up, I, bring up the opening act. 81% is pretty good, too. Watch this. This is, this is what I'm most proud of my whole career oh dude what, I will not. I'm talking about fucking there we go oh that's pretty damn good buddy wow that's impressive 85% audience score wow I heard you on uh, Fighter and the Kid talking about Pig yeah I want to see that so me bad. too dude it looks really good yeah people I are want... saying it's like John Wick but with Nicolas Cage and like I gotta see this fucking I movie. saw it and it's fucking awful it is yeah it's bad I heard it was great no you'll love it you know what, motherfucker? You haven't seen it. And I want to go back to fucking Black Widow. Who else is in it? Bring that up. Let me see who else is David in it. David Harbour? I don't know. Don't know. From don't Stranger care Things? About He's done oh, yeah, a ton like of great guy. stuff. I like that guy. Uh, Florence, Pugh. what's her last name? Pugh? Yeah, Pugh. she's great. She's pretty hot, huh? Yeah, Florence is pretty sexy. Who's that? This one? That's, That's Florence. Florence. She plays uh, she's hot her girls. sister. All right, really hot girls. I can't. When but I there really, there was a scene in this film, okay, that I had not seen in a Marvel film before, where it was it was it was it, they were just it was this dysfunctional family playing out for you, and it wasn't like a three or four or five minute. It was like a twelve minute scene, and the dysfunction. I was like, wow, this is really. I I, I remember sitting there going, my kids are fucking bored, but I really found that aspect of the film pretty fascinating because it was one I had not seen yet. And when they've I, pretty much done everything in all these films so far. When I look at Scarlett Johansson, I just can't not see Annie Letterman. Uh, okay. My, you need to leave yeah, right now. Anthony, you're going to have to get out of here. Dude. She's a very, very beautiful woman. Yeah. Never did it for me, though. Same. Um, now, uh, and Annie, they, let, Annie has done it for you. So, no. That's, no. Well, yeah, but he can't say. Look at him. Uh, he's smiling. <laughs> And he yeah, looks but, down to the right when he, when he answers. Yeah. That's Judge Judy shit. Right. When they look down yeah. to the right, that's a lie. That. So that is true. You do think she's cute. And, a, I, and you know why you think she's cute? Look at him. He's bashful. You know why you think she's cute? Because she's accessible. Because it could potentially happen. Scarlett Johansson will never fucking happen. Never. Never. Hey, <laughs> dude, you don't know. I know Take for Take it easy, bro. <laughs> no, there are certain things I know. Okay, uh, Jennifer, who's Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence? Is that her name? Yeah. She's, she's very a, beautiful. She's insane. She's a beautiful girl. She's but, gorgeous. But if she's not a great actress, trust me, she's a fucking bartender at Chili's. Let me see her. Let me see. She's a bartender you, you at sure Chili's. you sure about that? I swear to God. You might be out of your fucking mind. I'm not out of my mind. Yeah. Look at her. Um, she's a she's a very, very pretty girl. But you can't tell me that you haven't been to Toledo, Ohio- or, uh, you know, Louisville, Kentucky, yeah, and tell me you haven't Anthony. seen a girl that looks like that that works at Chili's I mean, or Applebee's or the Cheesecake Factory. Now, she's all done and made up there. Yeah. Okay. Go, go now, to now go to Angelina Jolie. 
No, I hold agree. on, hold on. I let me let me make my point. Go to Angelina Jolie. Click on a picture of her. Now I'm telling you, you will never fucking see a woman that looks like that. I saw her in person. Never at, at Chili's. No, I saw, never at Cheesecake I saw Factory. Her, never yep. at Sonic. No, I saw never her. at Red Robin. Hmm. You will never see a <laughs> never. woman that looks like that. That's the fucking difference. I okay? saw her when she was in her twenties. When Stunning. she came out, when 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 she was in her in her prime, and she's the best looking human being I have ever seen in my fucking life in person. Yeah, but her. Look at her. Her. Look at her. Yeah, it's insane. And those lips are real, everybody. They're real. Her and uh, Jennifer Connelly and Rose McGowan, when they were in their primes, were the hottest women I have ever, in my opinion. Yeah, they are the sexiest women of all time. That Rose McGowan, when, she, when even now I think she's hot. I mean, but you know, she's just unbelievable. Don't you don't? I love her so much. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's get past that picture. <laughs> Who else did you say? Jennifer Conley. Yeah, Jennifer <laughs> Conley is. Uh, I mean, that, that's oh my God, Jennifer Connelly. cut from a different cloth. Oh my God, she was so unbelievable. I mean, her body, everything about her was just insane. Like, I saw her in real life once, and I was like, oh, oh, oh my God, like she, she's oh my God, like like she's a little too young there, like you know, but there, like, and she got older, she lost a shit little weight, and it was really weird. Something happened. But. She did a movie called The Dilemma with Vince Vaughn and Kevin James, and I was in Chicago. And I was doing a set of Zanies, so Vince brought her and Winona Ryder and Kevin James to the show, and I got to meet them, and she was somebody you see in person, and you're just like, I'm going to sue my parents. Like, what is, yeah. the, uh, we are the same now, species? Now, her in the red there. I mean, she was, and that's when she's older, and those are real, and she's a whole different She's beautiful. Level. Yeah. Yeah. And a great actress. I mean, that's the other problem. Incredibly talented. Like there, right down there when she's in that. And that's. Yeah, she was just impossibly hot. Maybe she came along at a time when I was. I don't feel like this is much of a podcast as maybe one of us sitting in our hotel room at three o'clock in the afternoon after you get off the plane and you're waiting to and you're figure out what to eat dinner. And you're like, yeah. And you're, you're looking like, at oh, old just look up hot chicks for a little bit. That's so funny, dude. You're probably right. No, You're next time just laugh. Right. Don't tell me it's funny. Just fucking laugh for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> Give me a courtesy laugh once in a while, Brian. I fucking do it. No, all I, the time I'm for laughing. You. I'm saying that's I exactly what we're doing. Oh, I constantly courtesy laugh. No, you. I'm hilarious. Oh God. Well, there you go. can you both leave the room for a few minutes, please? Oh, come on, man. We're not. You're not alone in your hotel room. Give me right a little now. thirty seconds. I got to. Uh, I'm going to point my toes as they say. Who's your? Wink, who wink, are your? Wink, who are your all times? Hollywood all times. My Hollywood all times. I don't have that. I, you've asked what me this before. Fuck? I don't have a Hollywood all times. You don't have like the hottest gals in Hollywood. No, because there's like like literally a girl I saw at the airport a month ago for ten seconds, and I've thought about her ever since. <laughs> like that's like that's that, my go to. Yeah, that's I get that. That's yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's, that's a very that's a fair answer. <laughs> that's a fair answer. Yeah, that's a very fair answer. There right. are there are times when you see somebody and you go. Well, that's that looks perfect. Yeah. Simply perfect. Yeah. 
And you're like, and then you do, you, they, they kind of get in your head for a little while. But then you see her walk over to her boyfriend and he's just like, what, what? And she's like, oh yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, oh, fuck that her. Fuck her. He's even hotter. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind being a, the meat in that sandwich. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, isn't that what you say? I don't know what you're supposed to say. Say, say. 30, 30 minutes in, Brian's gay as shit. <laughs> like you, all three of you are kissing the girls and the guys here and you're like kissing and kissing. And then you, you kiss the girl and then you go down on the guy and the, and the girl's like, well, what about, I thought you were. No, what about. What about, so, what about me? Red so. What about me? All right, are we are we have questions? Is that what we're doing? Uh, show's brought to you by Liquid Death. Um, now this is mountain spring water comes from the Alps. Got its entire mineral profile. So when you water a plant um, with water that doesn't have minerals, plant dies. You water it with Liquid Death, it thrives. Okay. <laughs> Now, I don't have the scientific proof, but I know that this has its entire electrolyte panel. Nothing murders your thirst more. You get your water from a well. Well, go ahead. Enjoy that arsenic. I think you should get your water from the mountains. <laughs> yeah. And you can get this water. If you don't get it from liquiddeath.com slash big and hungry, you'll get a case of that with two free koozies. But if you don't want to get your liquid death from liquiddeath.com slash big and hungry, all right, then go to Whole Foods yep. or go to 7-Eleven. Yep. You can buy that. Comes flat or it comes sparkling. Anything else you need? Oh, and by the way, comes in a can. Do you like the environment? Yeah, but I like feeling like a man when I open something, when I hear, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a man. I want to go fishing. Yep. Sometimes yep. I just walk past a construction site and sit down and just, pssst. And real men and drink don't in front pollute of the environment. That's why we don't use plastic because we like fish and sea turtles and everything else and if you have a plastic bottle there's a good chance a sea turtle could be like oh huh, looks like a jellyfish because they're dumb okay <laughs> and it's not our fault that sea turtles are dumb but it is your fault if you use plastic that looks like a jellyfish and the sea turtle dies because it swallows plastic in its dumb throat so just because an animal's dumb doesn't mean it deserves to die so liquid death <laughs> dot com slash big and hungry for two free coat koozies and if you don't want to do that once again whole foods or 7-eleven has liquid death as yeah. as it basically regular water regular delicious mountain spring water or sparkling this was as much an advertisement for liquid death as it was for your hatred of sea turtles well i love them i just think they're, they're fucking dumb idiots. yeah all right let's see Ooh, we got some chocolate. So we, uh, we have, well, we've already gone over some of these, but we have three questions, and then someone sent in like a Snapchat or something. I don't know. Okay. So let's start with this one. Mr. Burns and the Man Dragon, pooping in public. Young kid, 24 out of Dallas. How do y'all poop in public? I take the seat cover, put it over the toilet. The middle of the seat cover right. goes in the toilet to avoid poop stains. I then, um, Poop, as soon as it hits the water, flush, wipe, flush, poop some more, flush, whatever. It's common courtesy, doesn't smell for the next person. This is my apartment. Jason out of Dallas, Texas. So how do y'all poop in public? I always courteous to the next person. Let me know. Big fan. Very, very Well, very let me start off by guy. saying this. I, I hate when we get questions from your audience. 
okay, Brian, uh, this is somebody that obviously appreciates your style of comedy. So why don't, I don't you do answer poop this fucking question comedy, first, dude? Please. He's asking a fucking question. <laughs> How do you poop in public? I got a friend who doesn't cover the seat. He just sits down. I'm like, yeah. that's disgusting. He goes, I don't really care. Now me, what I'll do is I take, uh, I love this guy though for his courtesy. It's Jason common courtesy. Dallas. He, he seems like a very courteous guy. He is. He's and good people. Thank you, Jason, for letting us in the dojo. We saw the samurai swords above the uh, above the 23-inch uh, flat screen. When you, when you train as a samurai, you, you have to learn how to keep your impact low. You keep your, you keep your, uh, your poo to yourself. Now, um, I would say that what I do is I put toilet paper... Hi! I to put toilet is that paper. That was right shits. Yes. Hi. You push hard. What? Yeah, that's super. Hi. Stereotypical because he's saying yes right now. Yeah. I um in Japanese. I um I put a lot of toilet paper in the water so that it doesn't splash up, and then I is hover. This for real? Yeah. Then I hover over the seat. I let her go. All right. I let her go, and then I and then I wipey wipe. <laughs> You cushion the blow. Hold on. You you put like a landing pad in for your poop for what? What is the... What? So that the water doesn't splash up and hit my ass, which is disgusting. <laughs> There's nothing worse than that. The other thing that's the worst is sitting down in the bowl and then God forbid your dick hits the bowl. That's the worst thing. It's the worst thing of all time. There's uh, nothing worse than that. I've had... I'd, uh, I'd rather have fucking... Uh, bad gonorrhea than have that <laughs> I don't want my dick touching the bowl and it's just so when, you, when you take a shit in public you don't have to go pee first how do you hover over I got strong fucking legs and I hover over it do you really I, I, like hover I, you don't sit on it fuck no I, I what hover what are you scared of catching though I don't know it's disgusting and then I I'm, well, so I'm weird about shit. poo I'm weird about other people's poo call me crazy and then I most I, people are Brian yep and then if then I then if I can I get home near a shower and I gotta clean my whistle don't like having a dirty whistle because I don't believe that toilet paper does the job right and one of the things that bothers me about 2021 is we don't have technology for pooing no it's called a cleanly. bidet it's called a bidet yeah even a bidet is good but I want technology great. that allows us to shit without any bacteria or any smell or anything and we still don't have it it's called it a Yankee me. candle I believe. What's the Yankee candle? It's just a fucking candle shop. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's funny that you put a stuntman's airbag down for your shit to yes, land. Yes, I do. It's so weird. And sometimes I save it. No. Uh, <laughs> I was I was at the airport the other day. And think about this. Think of as much as we travel, yeah. all the place we go, I am undefeated in the fact that I've never, ever had to take a shit at an airport. That's amazing. I'm so proud of that. That's amazing. How did you do that? I don't know. I don't know. You, you stay you stay nice and tight up there. Well, then again, you can sleep anywhere and you eat food that doesn't make you poo. So it's probably true. How often do you poo? Uh, I don't know. I don't. Every day? I wouldn't say every day. You wouldn't you wouldn't say every day. Maybe every other day. Okay. So I poo every day, twice a day. You drink coffee though, right? Yeah, but I also poo every up? day, twice yeah. a day because of the food I eat, which is things like vegetables. Yeah. And you'll go to you'll take a poo once every other day. Yeah, I mean the deep dish is probably uh, marinating. It's getting to know its home. It's knocking the knocking around like, hey, yeah. where are you guys from? It's like, oh, we're from Arby's. Oh, hey, I'm from Pizza. Hut. Uh -huh. And they kind of yeah, Route Eight. Oh, Main Street. Yeah, that's where. And then they get to know each other. They commiserate, and then it's like, oh, I gotta go. Bye. Yeah. And then it's time for the hot dogs to come in. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. 
<laughs> no, I know this. Yeah. I, I, I get to my house and the guy's got hamburgers and fried chicken sandwiches for everybody. Delicious. They're pretty delicious. Fucking delicious. Pretty delicious. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. I I am uh It's not uncommon and for I am somebody that likes to I if I've got a if I'm at Target and like my stomach's like you know, it's go time, I will leave the Target and go right home. Yeah. And I will take a shower immediately afterwards. I always take a shower. It's impressive. Yeah. It's very impressive. Congratulations. Thank you. I like, I like that. to keep it clean. Now, all right. Jason in Dallas, I hope uh, that answers your questions. I'm sorry if that was a bit too much, but now you know. I like to uh, shower after I rock a deuce, and Brian likes to... I have a story for you. Uh, I was in my mom's apartment one time, and there was a girl I was very attracted to. First off, she was in everything a... you're saying, yeah. I'm very happy about what's about to happen I know. here. There, you're in your yep. mom's apartment. Yep. There's a hot girl there. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, okay, how is this going to end? It's going to end. She was in the shower. And a, it's a one bedroom, and she was in the shower. I didn't know her very well, and I had to take a shit now. <laughs> like now, not, oh, I can hold it now. And I go, what am I going to do? I love these stories. So yeah. I broke out a plastic bag. No. And I shat into it in the kitchen. I shat in a plastic bag in the kitchen, held it close so it wouldn't smell, and then wiped my shitter. And then I wrapped it up tight, and I threw it away in the garbage chute outside in the hallway. I said it. I was young. I was like 30. The point is, I did it. Wait, so so are you like because I never Yeah. I never had a shit in a situation like do you still squat though? Or do you just kind of stand and just you, you know you, you, yeah, you just you back the bag up to your shitter and you squat and you, you shit in, in the you you shit in a plastic bag. And it and I and it, I go quick. It just goes shit up and I'm done. <laughs> Wrap that up. Yeah. Probably probably wiped with the dinner napkins or no. uh, paper towels. Sure. Did it still kind of smell in the room though? No, because I shut it down quick. You just close that bag. She bagged it <laughs> quick, like right, a rodeo quick. cowboy. You kind of eight seconds. That's right. It, you tied her That's up. That's right. The way and then you I, went the to the garbage chute and just dropped it. The way I created a hoof bouquet with a bunch, with a cow. <laughs> why I bouquet a cow's hooves after I wrangle it. <laughs> okay okay yeah i did the same oh, thing god that's so, so that's funny. one of the things that's one of the reasons that being a rodeo uh cowboy uh that's when it comes into handy when you got a shit in a plastic bag did you ever hear that story it was a popular story in new york city about um it was it, it made the rounds it was like one of those urban urban legends or whatever in 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 new york city back when we were there about a guy that went on a first date and I think it was Sarah Silverman that told me this story, but, and I hope I don't butcher it, but this guy was on a first date with a girl. He's walking, he's walking, so I forget how this all happened, okay? But he ends up, God, how did this happen? Oh, he, he, he shit his pants. He shit his pants as he's walking with the girl. And he's, as he's walking along to go get dinner with the girl, he stops at a storefront like the Gap and goes, that sweater. I love that sweater. I got to have that sweater. So she's like, okay. And he's like, I got I, I to gotta go buy that sweater. So he goes in and he gets a pair of pants and then he gets a, the sweater and he puts it on the countertop and he's just talking to the girl. He's like, I wanted this sweater for so long. I'm sorry. Just for the moment. I haven't seen it in a long time. I want the sweater. I got the sweater. So she goes, okay, great, great. He, he, he got the sweater. So they go to dinner. He runs to the bathroom 
and he takes his pants off and throws them out the window. <laughs> and then he opens up the gap bag. Yeah. And it's just the sweater. It's not the pants and the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Because holy shit! What had happened is that when he's at the counter and he's talking so much about the sweater, the one from the Gap was just like, "Oh, uh, it's just the sweater, just concentrating on the sweater." She she completely forgot about the pants. (laughs) That that is so possible. That's so possible. I get it. You took a shit in your pants. That poor motherfucker. Oh, God. That's where your whole life is oh. shit. That's where your whole life is a fucking disaster. Yeah. And obviously not a not a successful comedian because everybody would know that story. Be like, oh, yeah. my God. That was so, so well, bad. I, I, I feel so bad for him now. I still feel bad for yeah. that guy. God, I, for, I forget who the... I think it was like Callan. What did he do? Hey, no, no. That's not Callan. I think there's... Anyways, no, no, no. what's the next question? Uh, sorry. I think his name was Callan. Big and Hungry Podcast. What's up, guys? My name is Brendan, coming to you from Chicago. I just want to start with saying, Brian, I've been a huge fan since the Fighter and the Kid Fox days when you guys had Evan the Beard, long-ass time ago, and Steve Byrne. I'm not going to lie. I just found out who you were when this podcast started, but I'm already a huge fan, and I love the chemistry you and Brian have. I hope this show goes on for a while. So my question is, how do you guys feel about open relationships? My girlfriend's 22. I'm 25. I actually just moved here three days ago from Florida to Chicago for her. They say never to move for a girl, but I'm an idiot, and I did that, but it's going good so far. Granted, it's only been two, three days. Um, So open relationships. She just came out and said that she wants to have an open relationship. Now, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm a very jealous person. Of course, I don't mind getting my toes wet with some other women, but when it comes to her being with other guys, I just can't seem to get my mind around it. So how do you feel about open relationships? Is it smart? Is it not? Should I do it? Um, Yeah, just want any advice, and I appreciate y'all. Keep up the show. Keep up the good work, and I'll see you at your live shows. Peace. That's great. What a nice guy. What do you think? Well, first off, I think when you, if you move, you pick up and move your life from Florida to go to Chicago to be with this girl. And he said, it's been two or three days and she springs it on him. I want to be in an open relationship. That is a fucking horrible precedent. That's a red that flag. That is a horrible precedent. Yeah. An enormous red flag. Well, that's her going, oh shit, you moved all the way here and I want to break up with you. Yeah. Just like I'm I dating think that's, somebody that's else. That's what I'm But he's a good looking guy. Yeah. You're charismatic. Gonna he's going to be fine. He's in Chicago, by the way. Yeah. You got no You don't want to be in a relationship in Chicago and at 25. You don't, don't want to be in Florida. I mean, Chicago is, I mean, the winter sucks, but you're going to love Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like she's she didn't know how to tell you that you shouldn't have moved from Florida to Chicago. But I'll say this. I think every relationship is an open relationship in that, you, you know, I, you can never control anyone's behavior. Not your wife's, not your husband's, not your boyfriend, not your girlfriend. I do. Y- you do. You do. She she's, knows. No, no. Oh. Well, she wears chains. Oh, she knows. She has. She wears ch- ch- chains. But you're not you're not going to. um you're never going to control anybody's behavior. If they get, if yep. they want to do what they want to do, they're going to do what they're going to want to do. So I, I don't believe in uh, any kind of control. You just be, you do you, as they say, and be, uh, be the guy you are. And if she likes you, and she's gonna, she, my, my guess is she's probably gonna be like, you're enough. Maybe she's a freak. God bless her. Maybe she likes having other dudes. Maybe that you can embrace that. 
and deal with the competition. I don't know. But she might not be the girl for you. If she's a freak, then, uh, or she's just into like polygamy, or, you know, then that, that, that might be the case. My guess is, though, she's, she's got someone else. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I agree with everything you're saying. The analogy is soundproof. Um, I think he went up there with the best of intentions yeah. uh, to stay loyal to an individual. And then sometimes that individual, that other individual that you come and do so much for wants to spread her wings and do four other podcasts. So it's like, no, wait, you know, no, hold on. some people not... are, you know, into the core of the relationship, but others hold just want to fucking throw it all over town. Hey, that's, dude, I, that's fine, too. No, you're using the wrong metaphor, metaphor, metaphor. Oh cry cry i like watching tears ah. get your boy tears all over your hands <laughs> all right um but i i think i think uh i think like you said just do you but i think dude you're in chicago you just moved there ride that out as long as you want but he's gonna have so much fun yeah chicago's the best yeah yeah yes all right all right this is a question for brian and steve just heard the discussion about the bear versus the gorilla. Um, just wondering what you guys think about what's more dangerous. Um, being out here in Alaska, where I'm at, by myself, just found a bear print in front of my cabin that's the size of both my hands put together, or living in New York with no protection. Mind you, I always got cold, hard American steel on my hip. <laughs> that's great um i don't know brian what do you think uh, i think he's, he's equating the alaskan wilderness which is pretty fucking scary because i've watched that show alone quite a bit on history channel um and they go between alaska and the canadian frontier um but yeah i mean alaska is it as dangerous as florida you know, some parts of New York, Baltimore, D.C., Chicago, south side of Chicago. Would you rather be in Statistically, Alaska is way safer. Yeah. I mean, but you got the cold. You got you can get lost in the woods. This is not like Denver cold. No, it's a, it's where this your is a face different kind has of to cold. be covered. Yeah. Right. We're going to lose our niblets. You're going to lose your nibs. Yeah. Um, and then you got. But the only thing that's really dangerous in Alaska, it ain't wolves. It isn't really mountain lions. It's a grizzly. It's a grizzly. And okay. you, you, you've been waiting for this all day. Well, you've been grizzlies, waiting for this grizzlies all day. are around and you don't, if you live in their territory, you got to be careful. That's why you got it. That's why he's always packing cold, hard American steel <laughs> on his hip. Now, I, yeah. I don't carry a gun. I carry a katana. But that's because I know how to use it Wait. and I know how to neutralize a bear. That takes What's years. What's a katana? Is that a sword? Bring up katana. What is a katana? You really don't know? I'm the fucking asshole? Well, I mean, you know, dude, I don't know what else to do. It's a suitcase. <laughs> it's a sword. I was right. Samurai sword, dude. It's the sword that uh, Michonne uses in The Walking Dead, if you watch that. Katanas are, you know, hard Japanese steel. One stroke, bro. I just, have you ever <laughs> seen stroke. 13 Assassins? 
Yes. It is literally one of the greatest films I've ever seen. I just saw Seven Samurai. Yep. Uh, last another, week. Another amazing. Oh my God. Another amazing movie. A film made in the, I believe, I believe late 40s, early 50s. I think yes. maybe 54. It's an amazing movie. And it's three hours long. What, what, holds isn't up. that made by, um, um, what the fuck is the director? Uh, uh, Kurosawa. Kurosawa. Kira, what year is it? Kura, 1954. Yeah. Fuck, I was right. Akira Kurosawa. It's a beautiful movie. My God, that movie is so good. It's such a phenomenal movie, dude. I, I need to rewatch that movie. God, is that a good movie? But they do such a good job. You know, you, you, sometimes I think you want to see Black Widow or the Avengers or a Star Wars film for all the technological advances in film. Mm -hmm. And those are great spectacles to see. You know, King Kong versus Godzilla. It looks amazing, but you always come out of those not feeling satisfied. There's not enough nutrition. You watch a movie like Stagecoach, Seven Samurai. There's a purpose. There's a great story, but you really, really get to know the characters and you care about them. And you invest in them. Um, and that is certainly one of them. And 13 Assassins, obviously, is a it's knock a as much movie. as Magnificent Seven, as yeah, much as Bugs I mean, Life, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, Seven Samurai is forget it. That's yeah. such a good movie. Three and, and a half a, hours. Yeah, but dude, it's so epic and so good. It's it, it's great. It really is. But the characters come to life, man. You're just like, God damn. Yeah, watch Thirteen Assassins. It's almost like an updated version of that film. But the thing they do in that film is that you hate, you fucking hate the antagonist in Thirteen Assassins. He is so he's so cold blooded sadistic. and evil well, he's and sadistic. sadistic. Oh he's, my he's sadistic. god. But it's a great movie. It's a great. It's it's actually a phenomenal movie. It is literally this dude, this dude that does some horrible. There's this shogun who does horrible. He's a sadist, and they decide that this guy has got to be stopped. And so these thirteen assassins go on essentially a suicide mission. Basically, yeah. It's fucking awesome to save the kingdom. It's actually a great movie. There's another one called Blade of Immortal I just saw recently. That's kind of more of a. You know, kind of like a fun new kind of, you know, like kind of like a, a Marvel style kind of kind of film. But man, I, you give me a good samurai film, I'm off to the races. I love it. This wasn't a, a fan submitted video, but something someone sent to us. Okay, we need to settle a debate that honestly never should have became a debate. If you think a gorilla can do anything with a grizzly bear. I got six reasons why a grizzly would fold him like a lawn chair. A male grizzly can be 10 feet over 800 pounds. Leopards are about 130 and they've been known to clap gorillas, so tell me again what they're going to do with a bear. A gorilla wouldn't even be able to be friends with a grizzly because if they high-five, the gorilla's going home with less hands than he woke up with. A grizzly can turn a moose into a paraplegic with one slap, so they could easily one-shot any gorilla. Grizzly bears have a thick layer of fur, fat, and muscle that makes them damn near bulletproof. A gorilla has no armor, just a six-pack and vibes. They might be better in Baywatch, but when it comes to running a fade, it would be like Kevin Hart vs. The Rock. Gorillas aren't hyper-aggressive brawlers, they're actually pacifists and are afraid of caterpillars and chameleons. Grizzlies are 100% on smoke with mountain lions, moose, and worst of all, other grizzlies. On top of all that, grizzlies can run as fast as a horse, or whether a gorilla chooses to run or run the fade, he's getting turned into a chalk outline regardless. The only advantage a Harambe disciple has are thumbs, and unless he uses it to grab a Glock, he's getting clapped seven days a week and twice on Sundays, disrespectfully. <laughs> I fucking love that dude. The only advantage that Harabi Disciple has is what? Are thumbs. And unless he uses them to grab a Glock, he's getting slapped seven days a week and twice on Sundays with disrespect. <laughs> I love that motherfucker. Well, I'll tell you, we were and eating lunch today at your place, your kids, my kids, 
and we had on a show on Netflix called the seven deadliest 72 deadliest animals uh, in South America South America and as fascinated as the kids were Brian was even more fascinated. I couldn't stop looking. And he would, and and when they're talking about the fan, the, the, the spreading the fangs and the venoms to get the venom out, Brian starts giving the kids like a little lecture on how potent the venom is, and that's the one snake you don't want to mess with. I think you knew more than the actual show. Well, it's the fer de lance, fer de lance. Okay, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. Well, a, how do you know this this much shit? Honestly, I've asked you this before, but they're just why insanely attain, poisonous. So I was in Costa Rica with my but children. I'm talking like all animals. Like you remember, like like growing I know up, a horse. Growing up you overseas, know different breeds of horses. Know, growing and up overseas, you monkeys. know about cobras. You know about yeah. You you see monkeys. You know you. How do you not? How are you not? How do you not know these things? That's my question. Because I go to a zoo and it's just like, oh, the fucking that thing's sleeping, that thing's sleeping, that thing's sleeping. That's all yeah, I know but about. Like, it. don't you want to know about? But don't like when you read about a chimpanzee tearing a woman's face off. Don't you go, what the fuck is this? And then you find out the chimps should be kept as pets. Then you find out they once they reach adolescence and adulthood, they're really dangerous and they look at human beings as a threat and all these things that you start to look into, but you don't because you're too busy. <laughs> and tom, tom, tom. no i'm, I'm tom, with you tom. the first two steps and then you yeah. do research and then you find out why well, you just read about it like, yeah when you read the yeah, newspaper or you read shit. about books you're like oh you learn these things like you know anything i'm afraid of i want to know about yeah. i'm afraid of sharks i want to know about them i want to know what the good i'm afraid of crocodiles i want to know about them yeah i just stay away yeah like if I'm afraid of something, I just don't go. I'm like, yeah, it's like my feet can't touch the bottom of the. I'm out. That's that's the research I've done. That's all the research you do. Yeah, but you'll go and and watch all the shit and do the research and bone mass yeah, and yeah, speed yeah. and all, all that, that for stuff. what? Uh, for all what? That. All that. If um, you're, if a shark's gonna fuck you, it's gonna fuck you up. And while you're getting tossed and turned, are you it going? Depends on the kind oh, of shark. Definitely feels like you know the the. It just depends on the kind of shark. You know what I'm saying, bro? Okay. But you got to be interested in those things. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I like uh, I like knowing that a jaguar is 300 pounds if it's a big, full-grown male. Yeah. Versus a leopard that's 130. Yeah, I'll just stay. I'll just stay at the fucking uh, Sahara like Hyatt and do the safari, and that's about as far as I go. I don't need to. You're not curious. I'm not curious about animals. No. No. No, I'd rather. What are you curious about? I'd rather spend time with my children. That's fair, but what are you curious about? I'm curious about storytelling, about lives, about lives that I admire, yeah, and learning about their trajectories, success, <laughs> failure, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Brian, can I ask you a serious question? Yeah. Of the five podcasts you did this week, what yeah. is this rate in in the echelon? Well, in I like the totem this. I like of, this one so far. Yeah, this is a good one because we've been we've been uh, we've been touching on some important subjects. Yeah, but we're not like. Like of, of the five or the six you no, do, I don't say that. Well, uh, I'm only done, just just I'm only number them this week. This is my third one. This is your th so. This is number three. Yeah. And what was your second favorite podcast this week? This is my favorite one so far. No, no, no. Don't don't say that. Don't. But I always like doing one with Sam. Don't too. pillow talk, baby. Just tell me the truth. This is my favorite one, baby. <laughs> Way you, the way you pivoted. Can you rewind favorite. that whenever you edit this? And when I say don't pillow one. talk, baby, he goes in character and looks at me like that. That's, that's my favorite one. 
A pillow talk. Oh, a a pillow talk. God, dude. Say, do we have another question? That was it. That was it? Yes, sir. So that's, those are our questions this week. Obviously, video submit any questions you have for us. It could be anything. It could be advice, relationship, uh, animal, arbitrary, whatever. You, anything you Give want to talk about. Give us your goddamn questions and we'll answer them. Yes. Big and hungry podcast at gmail.com. Email us your questions. We'll yeah. answer them. Uh, this is uh, I really enjoy doing this. And and I got to tell you, after being on the road the last few weeks, I told you on the drive over here, it's been really awesome getting to meet some of you folks that have been watching. And um, obviously, a lot of you guys have met me via Brian Callen. So th thanks again for having me on board. <laughs> I wish it was uh, I, I wish this was, you know, what in a done? diner setting. No. somewhere hey come on man let with, that go with some, man with a cooler just keeps, backdrop he just, but... he just can't let it go he just the kid can't let it <laughs> I'll see you at the Ontario Improv Ontario Improv California Inland Empire come out come on come on July 28th no 29 30 31 August 4th I'm at the American Comedy Club that's a Wednesday one show only come get your tickets August 4th and then Houston, Texas, Improv, August 19, 2021. Yeah. Hey, when's our next live podcast recording? We're not doing this for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot. Well, first you lost, of all, the sound sucks. I forgot sucks. you lost interest in them. The sound um, sucks, and they don't do very well. So July 30th through 31st, once again, Phoenix, Arizona, Copper Blues Live, one of Brian's favorite uh, clubs. Yeah. August 5th through the 8th. Tampa, Florida, Side Splitters, yeah. August 19th through 21st, Grand Opening, Milwaukee Improv, August 26th through 28th, Oxnard Levity Live, September 16th through 19th. Come out to Vegas. Hang with me at the Laugh Factory. I'm going to be with one of our good buddies, Gary Cannon. Oh, yeah. Very excited about that. And Bill Crawford out of Pittsburgh. And I didn't mention this before, but I'll mention this. September 25th through 26th, my fellow uh, Nashville peeps, I'll be at the Pilgrimage Music Festival with Dave Matthews Band, the Black Keys. Josh Wolf and I are doing the Comedy Tent. Would love to see you guys out there. It's going to be fucking killer. I'm really excited to get to do that with uh, with Kevin Griffin, who I've gotten to know from Better Than Ezra. It's his festival. And Better Than Ezra is going to be playing, too. So uh, I've been going down a rabbit hole of listening to them. I and please, everybody, get my good friend Dave Kooning, his new album. Oh, God, I forget what it's called. Shit. Oh, it's A Mild good. Case of Everything. A Mild Case of Everything. It's his second solo album. Now, you might know Dave as the lead guitarist from The Killers, but I just it just came out, and I've been I, I've been listening to it nonstop. So if you like The Killers, you fucking love this, this album. Love it's really it. great. Guys, um, I just got this tweet from my sister on all things interesting. I leave you with this. I don't believe this, but it says, an average silverback can deadlift 1,800 pounds. That I believe. And their grip can crush a crocodile's skull. I don't know how you'd measure that. They are four to nine times stronger than an average human male. Um, if they're four to nine times stronger, how is their grip going to crush a crocodile's skull? Maybe it would. Deadlifting 1,800 pounds, the world record is about 1,100 pounds. So I'm going to say they could deadlift more than 1,800 pounds. How are you going to get a gorilla to... Exactly. I, are you going to tell them the to do that? The whole thing is a dumb, do... it's a dumb tweet. Who's so why would you, why would you end deadlifts? the show on that? Why would you say, I just got this and I'm going to end the show on this, and then you say it's a dumb tweet? I, that's not how I'd end the show. All right, um, I'm sorry. Guys, if you want to if you want to see more Brian, yeah. Uh he's on Craigslist. No, what, not what? anymore. No. What? I'll help you move. <laughs> Bye-bye.